don't have too much fun out there, kids, because guess what? It's time for another episode of the show called The Island Shuffle. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about Lost, we watch Lost out of order, and we never have very much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Not one of these instances of recording or watching the show. Yeah, we do it out of uh, a sense of duty. Uh, Yeah, a sense of duty. I do it to spite my haters. I do it actually to spite um, the network. (laughs) <laughs> to spite noise space? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just felt like I, I wanted to force someone to host a file on my behalf. Fair. I mean, that's as good a reason as any to podcast. Yeah, exactly. I so, think. you know, and here we are. Here we are. Probably uh, 200 hours later. 200 hours later. 200 easy, breezy, incredibly listenable hours later. <laughs> exactly. 200 fun hours later. Fun? Why did I say fun? Did uh, we mention how much fun we have doing this show? It's uh, Oh, it's a blast. Every ep is a blast, from watching to talking about it to uploading the episode mm-hmm. and then finding screenshots and putting them on the Twitter and Facebook. Oh. It's all a blast. Oh, every part. Every part. We love it. Oh. And, and we, we, had a, we had a great episode this week. Yeah, it's a really good episode, actually. We were surprised. Uh, this is season five. Known for having mediocre episodes. Known for so the the time travel stuff can be a little bit fun. I like watching Sawyer be Lafleur, but yeah, uh, but overall pretty inconsistent quality. Yeah, lost well past its prime. Yes. Um. Here we have a bit of a a barn burner, uh, in season five, episode seven, uh, titled "The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham." Yeah, mm. and uh, I will I'll go out and say it. I think it's <laughs> one of the better episodes of Lost out there. I cannot help but agree. It's kind of a tight one. I think it's better than a lot of the early seasons that we have seen. It's better. It's probably the best season five episode. By far. By far. Maybe the best episode past season four. I would. I think I might argue for the constant, but yeah. this. But this. Which has the constant again? Desmond goes time traveling. Oh yeah. That yeah, w- that's fun. That one's a fun one, but this one has like, I don't know. It has a. It ties in with a lot of lost themes in a way that uh-huh. are fucking like. It's fun to see Desmond go on a time travel journey. Don't get me wrong, but this one has like a thematic resonance with the destiny versus fate shit. This totally. Is, this, yeah. this might be the single most nihilistic episode of Lost. So we get uh, Terry O'Quinn yes. just ask, acting his little heart out. He's acting as a little tiny heart what out. A sweet little guy. What a sweetheart. Oh, what he, a beauty. He came all this way to act for you, me, and Dupree Ev- and Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about Dupree in this one. Uh, so <laughs> this is um. You, you know, here's what I like about <laughs> the English language. Uh-huh. So the first person, me, uh-huh. and then second person. You don't see a lot of that in storytelling, but uh-huh. the second person is you. Uh-huh. More common is the third person, Dupree. <laughs> Dupree. <laughs> In which every character is named Dupree. Yeah. <laughs> you refer to all others as Dupree. If you've ever wondered why Shakespeare is so hard to parse, <laughs> it's because every character is named Dupree. <laughs> it's tough to... Yeah, he didn't even number them or anything. No. Yeah. That guy, though... Honestly, if you ask me, he wasn't even that good. People <laughs> well, just like him because he's popular, you know. He was just such, he was a socialite. <laughs> you're saying you're saying the big ones. I think yeah. you're 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 not afraid to say what needs to be said. No, I am truly not. So if you need something said, please dial five five five. Say now, <laughs> buddy, um, and I will be there on the other line, and I will 
say whatever you need. <laughs> That's such a great service that you've offered for years. <laughs> for a years. service to the community. Uh, for all the Duprees out there. I'm surprised that you can fit it into your schedule. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all I've got going for me right now, so I will drop anything to, uh, to say what needs to be said. Is it a great source of income? I'm wondering how you monetize that service. I have not figured out a way yet. I feel like it's a pretty simple, like, you know, I'll like this much this many words gives you this many dollars you should try you that know sometime. what i had never thought of that you should try that i feel like that if th- makes a lot of sense if this is so what would you say like a thousand words for like 20 cents or something that seems reasonable <laughs> that seems reasonable start there yeah start there see if that's see how much a price that my customers are willing to pay and see if that makes you money Oh, maybe I could charge by letters and vowels cost more. Whoa. I could, uh, Wheel of Fortune Wheel of Fortune rules. I'll get Pat Sajak to endorse my brand. He will. That guy endorses anything. Sorry. I said Pat Sajak. I meant, uh, Dupree. (laughs) (laughs) English is confusing. English is one of the hardest languages to learn, and I think this is why. It's the Dupree conundrum. (laughs) If we just got rid of that rule, perhaps... Um, perhaps a lot of my business would go away because <laughs> most of the words people phone to have me say are just Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. You know what I love about Dupree? What's that? Three vowels. Oh, man, you're gold mine. <laughs> exactly. Pat Sajak loves it for that very same reason. <laughs> some some people can only afford duper. Duper. <laughs> <laughs> Super duper. Uh, <laughs> uh, wasn't there a show we were watching? Lost? Uh, lost. Yes, Lost. I scant four letters in one vowel. Not quite as profitable. This is um this is a a episode that we can actually just go through chronologically. Yeah, we can go through because there's not really there's one long unbroken flashback. Yeah. So we might as well just start from the top. And the top sucks. The top's not great. Remember Caesar? Remember the man? No. Who, remember the man who gets shot by a gun and uh-huh. then dies. <laughs> he is. He's with his friend Alana. Who you remember Alana? He's she's in charge for a while and then blows up. Yeah, she blows up. She is like she crashes on a plane yeah a week later she is like jacob's right hand man yeah, she's for like, some reason yeah she's like actually i'm the real servant of jacob it's and it's like, like there's already okay there's already a whole faction of people about this what are you talking anyways yeah. anyways but they're in a bunker they're investigating a bunker uh caesar finds a shotgun and a flashlight and they're just like we that doesn't matter yeah elana's like guess what we found a man uh you know how you and i crashed here on a plane we're pretty sure this man wasn't on the plane. Let's go say hello to him. And so they go out to the beach, and everybody's gathered around a man who's cloaked in a robe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just having a regular one. He is is a beautiful robe. Mm-hmm. You see the back of his head. He's like on his knees by himself beside a fire as well there's a bunch of people well there's like 10 people there's like there. 10 people and they're just like looking at him. They're yeah, not saying and he's just quietly in a robe yeah. head down. And then they're like, hey, my name's Caesar. What's your name? And they're like, well, my name, it's none other than, takes off his hood slowly, John, John Locke. And his bald head and his bursts through your screen. This part was actually in 3D. <laughs> and <laughs> his bald head. Some say that you could taste his upper uh, the ceiling of his head. 
the, the old head ceiling. Yeah, the uh, yeah. It's it's important to maintain head ceiling health. Head ceiling health. <laughs> lest yeah. you lest you get dandruff. You don't want things coming out of the, from your head, so you have to seal your head. That's exactly head it. Sealant. Head sealant. Head sealant. I just use gum. That's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be the oh, first person to put gum in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Name anybody else. <laughs> Literally everyone who's ever chewed a stick of gum before. That's what you do with gum. You put it in your head <laughs> and you chew it. I am I am I the odd one here? <laughs> what do you do with it? I th- when I'm done chewing it, I sp- spit it in the trash. Well, but when trash. you're chewing it, it's in your head. Logic, you know. Fuck, dude. Did I just logic and like I don't know. It's a bit of a life hack to know that. Damn, (laughs) huge life hack. When you chew gum, it's in your head. (laughs) It's in your head. That's a life hack. (laughs) That's a great life hack. Uh, I think (laughs) I know. The life and times of a hack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's our life story. (laughs) (laughs) But so John Mike is there. And then they do that, and then just beginning of a flashback, right? No, no, no. It's not that. So this this scene is happening at night. Oh, yeah. This scene okay. is happening at night. Lost title credits begin. Uh-huh. Uh, next scene is Locke standing at the beach. Alana walks up to him and is like, hey, what's up? Uh, my name's Alana. And he got you this mango, wondering if you could talk. So here's what I like about that, is that the idea is that night passed. Uh-huh. And now Locke is just... Standing. So what happened, like, where he w- he was just like, my name's John Locke, and everybody was like, all right, time for bed. Bedtime. Yeah, we resolved that one. We know his name. Time to shun him until the morning time. It's like, especially, Alana is like, supposedly the number two in this scenario, right under yeah. Caesar, yeah. who dies, and then she becomes number two to Jacob, a.k.a. God. Yeah. Um, so would she not talk to John Locke at one point? Would she not? Yeah. Would this not be a vested interest? Anyways, they d- they decide to sleep on it, uh-huh. which is kind of them. And Alana gives John a mango. John says, this mango is good and I like to eat it. And Alana's like, hey, we don't. Were you on the plane? And John's like, nah, here's the thing. I don't know how I got here. I, I was on this island. And then I left. And you know what I remember? Well, I remember dying ah fuck 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 and then alana walks away (laughs) just (laughs) drops the conversation and walks away it's yeah she just leaves yeah she just leaves rude for no reason it's like i would respond i would have questions i would i would say at least elaborate exactly (laughs) or say like i'm sorry i have to go back to the mango tree exactly at least excuse yourself as well walks away you're in the midst of a convo Rude with a dead man. With a dead man. With Mr. Dead himself. Mr. D- Mr. Grateful Dead himself. Mr. D. Mr. D. Mr. Mr. Dupree. Do you remember that movie? I Adam do. Sandler. I do. I remember. Well, I don't remember much of it. I remember. Does he, he gets rich? On, does he pee on a wall? Or Pro- definitely. Okay. Adam Sandler pees on a wall in every single one of his movies. That's why we go to see them. Yeah, exactly. Peeing we- on a wall, and then we all leave the theater. And we pee on walls. Yeah, in honor of <laughs> in honor <laughs> of the Sandman. In honor of the Sandman himself. How how better to cement his legacy? Sandment. Now, now cement. 
cement. Yeah. They it's it's already called cement. How better to cement his legacy than urine on hard cement. That's what I think. Yeah. That's and that's what all my friends think. And and honestly, society at large probably agrees. All definitely agrees. The Sandman is um a brand man. <laughs> Boy. Advil over Tylenol. Um what other brands does he like? <laughs> Kirkland everything. <laughs> All Kirkland everything. Yeah. <laughs> if things rhyme, you can just say them. That's this is my motto this for life. This is kind of the thing about this is that it's ha- very disappointing how much that is true for me. <laughs> like not even when I'm trying to be like a funny joker uh-huh. on a on a recorded potted cast. Uh-huh. In real life as well, I also commit heavily to just rhyming because it's an anti-joke it's like so not a joke you just are like this is so dumb i have to say Uh it out loud i feel like i do that a lot or else i'll be cursed with it forever it's a very useless habit yeah no one has ever i've never done that and then had someone go that was good (laughs) (laughs) that improved my day in some way you really contributed yeah exactly (laughs) with that one Oh. oh, what a <laughs> what a curse! What a curse we bear! <laughs> what a burden! <laughs> I feel like I a thing I do a lot is like whenever I'm at a function or if I'm in school, especially a lot of my classes are like smaller, like fifteen people classes, and then maybe the the prof or someone will say something, and then I will sort of like say a joke response quite quietly or a bit under my breath and then maybe the two people right beside me can hear it and then like maybe they'll smirk a bit but i imagine like if you're the prof or something and you're watching this happen again and again it's like what a dick no this guy this guy just like cannot help from i (laughs) cannot tell you how many times i just like say a joke out loud to myself Uh it's no it's no good (laughs) it's no good honestly Uh, needs improvement uh but that's why you know that's why you're here listener that's why you're here that's why you hold up your end of the bargain because you enjoy to hear it exactly we hope we hope you enjoy to hear it because we got more where that came from the tank's not (laughs) running dry the tank is unfortunately full (laughs) um but you know whose tank is not full um apparently the tank of the truck that's supposed to pick up john locke that's true um so flashback begins uh and he is in tunisia he's in tunisia so, so what we should explain what just occurred yes um remember when john locke went to it, the inside of the island and found the wheel that was r- jumping off of his axis the wheel of time the wheel of time so he had to readjust it so that time would go back to normal uh-huh how could I forget? How could you forget? Memorable scene. He pulls that. Last we see is he, you know, readjusts the wheel, uh-huh. and it starts to go, and then big flash of white light emerges, and and Christian is there, Jack's dad, and he says, "Say hello to my son." And Locke says, "Who's your son?" And then whoop, and then Tunisia. He wakes up in a desert in Tunisia. Yes. And for some reason there is a desert camera. There's a camera there's a single camera tied there with like many telephone poles. Uh-huh. The only electrical wire around. Uh-huh. Everything else is just remote it's and looking barren. exactly at the spot that John Locke is at. John Locke gets up, throws up, realizes his, his bone's still broken. Uh-huh. And then pleads to the camera, please help me. Help me please. And, <laughs> and then night, he waits. Night falls. Nightfall happens. And then a truck comes and mm-hmm. our first question was, 
Why did it take them so long? Yes. They had to. They immediately, do you not immediately, like, you have this <laughs> camera pointed at a patch of nothing. Yeah. And then a man appears on it. <laughs> Check the desert camera every yeah. once in a while. Check it once in a while. Do you not have a guy for that? Anyways. <laughs> Actually, event- it might be incredibly far away because John Locke, so they t- these guys come and mm. they're in, like, an old dusty truck. Yeah. And they have, like... AK forty sevens, and they pick up John Locke and they put him in the bed of the truck, yeah. and then they drive him, and then it's the daytime the again. Day whenever again. he gets to this like bizarre hospital, yeah, he gets to like a really like shoddy temp tent hospital where he like drinks from a dirty cup, uh-huh. and the and everybody's screaming and hooting and hollering, and the doctor is like shouting in uh, Arabic, and everybody's like ah, and Locke is like what's happening? Are you in? Uh, can does anybody here speak English? Ah, and like everybody is like it's a very chaotic scene. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a classic just, like, p- panic surgery scene. Like, shoves, a, shoves like, a bitey piece into a Locke's bite mouth. Block. Locke is not having any of it. Locke's unhappy about it. Uh-huh. And the doctor, goomph, does the old boomph, shoves the, shoves the bone. He shoves the bone back in. Shoves the bone right back in. Locke Get that bone out. back in, John Locke. Can't have that bone out here. <laughs> no exposed bones in my hospital. <laughs> you get your bones back in, or I'll put the bone back in for you. You bring this man in here. And his bones just hanging right out? What are you thinking, John Long? What on earth? <laughs> Keep your bones in your body. No, none of us want to see that. Honestly, that's just courtesy. Keep your bones in your body. Well, he's uh, getting this done. Mm-hmm. We see our friend. Yes. Um, The guy from The Wire. <laughs> the guy from The Wire. Matthew Abaddon, played by Lance Reddick, uh-huh. is peeking in behind a cloth. <laughs> peeking in behind a cloth. And we mostly have seen him so far and Lost just like, being places being places and being mysterious uh-huh. uh the three scenes we've seen him in so far are uh he recruits the entire like freighter crew like daniel miles uh-huh. charlotte uh he in the past goes to Locke when he's going through physical therapy and says hey you should go to australia for a walkabout uh-huh. and then he also visits hurley uh post post like return hurley and says, uh, I'm a lawyer from o- for Oceanic, but uh, I think something's up. And Hurley's like, this guy's a creep. Those are the three times we've seen Matthew Abaddon, uh-huh. the mysterious guy. And now he's in Tunisia, mm-hmm. hiding behind a veil, yeah. watching Locke get his bone put back in place. Like a real weirdo. It's w- The veil part is weird. He's not even, like, helping. Like, if you're, no, like, maybe, he is not. Maybe if he was, like, helping contribute order to this chaotic scene. But he just stands there motionless and watches. And then John passes out. Yes. Cut to waking up. He's awoken, and who's sitting by him? A wit. A wit? A Whitmore. Charles Whitmore. Old Chuck E. Cheese Whitmore. Give it up to Chucky Wid, baby. Chucky Wit. Chucky Widelow. Chucky Widelow. Chuck Fromage. <laughs> La Charles of Fromage. Um, and he's like, hey, John, do me a favor, would you? <laughs> You got to get him back. You got to get him all back. You got to bring him back to the island. And Locke's like, hey, listen, slow down, bucko. Aren't you a bad guy? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not. And then John Locke is like, okay, good enough. <laughs> Basically, kind of. They kind of have a whole, like, back and forth about it where, like, didn't where, like, Locke is kind of like, you sent a whole freighter of evil men to shoot up the whole island. What's uh-huh. up? What's up with that? And Locke's like, well, I had to get Ben. Me and him, we're at war. It's kind of the deal. We're at war, bud. Mm -hmm. Also, they have an interesting little discussion where Whitmore is like, John Locke, like, I remember you came and saw me when I was, like, 
17 years old or something. And now here you are right in front of me all this time later. Then he asks, like, how long has it been for you, John? John says, four days. So time. Yeah. Time. Time makes fools of us all. Time makes fools of us all. Let's all go to the ball. (laughs) Good song. (laughs) It was an advertising campaign for the ball. Oh, the ball. Because the ball has really fallen out of fashion lately. I know. We should bring back the ball. Everybody bring your finest gowns, your most elaborate jeweled pieces, Mm -hmm. and, of course, the brooch upon your breasts. (laughs) The brooch upon your breasts. Um, and every ball needs a bell. Every ball needs a bell. Every ball needs a fi- the finest quartet in the land uh-huh. playing 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 minuets. Through <laughs> I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what if Cinderella's glass slippers broke on her feet? Well, that sounds lot <laughs> likely. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a scene. So she's like running, and then both of her slippers break <laughs> at the same time. Ugh. But she really needs to get to where she's going, so she keeps walking. Uh. But there's these shards of glass like oh, embedded man. in her feet, <laughs> and, th- and, and there's a trail of blood. <laughs> so you're proposing the same movie, <laughs> the same uh, Disney cartoon, <laughs> except that she's just bleeding from her feet <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So you're just like that's like the gritty, like the gritty reboot. Kind yeah, of deal. exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's not the not the worst gritty reboot <laughs> idea. Be I've a worse heard. idea. Right? I like the idea of it being totally identical, <laughs> except for the except for suddenly her feet are bleeding, <laughs> and the prince just finds like this bloody piece of glass, and then he has to run it through, like, the <laughs> DNA samples. He's like, she's not in the database! <laughs> so they have to look around <laughs> for a lady who has, like, these massive cuts on her feet. And there's a lot. <laughs> so, so they ha- many. So they have to check them all. There's all these attractive women who are like, maybe my cuts match the ones. And <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> Your feet have two, like, long uh, and straight cuts on them. I'm looking for someone with more sporadic and jagged cuts. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> that's where I, that's I think where the bit loses me. Yeah, is when we start talking I about the physiology of cut feet. <laughs> I think that's where I think oh you're going to lose the fans. <laughs> You know what? I didn't want to say that, but someone phoned my hotline <laughs> and said, you got to say this. Oh you got to say this on the air. I can't believe how that service gives you an out to any <laughs> awful things that you say. I didn't want to say it. But I, I got paid yeah. 20 cents a vowel. Exactly. I got it. <laughs> oh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this scene with Widmore is uh, interesting for a <laughs> lot of reasons. Uh, he it talks casual chat about time travel. Widmore kind of like trying to earnestly pitch that he actually he's the good guy, uh-huh. which you don't really see a lot of. No, I find like don't. most of Winmore, he's Whitmore just like... is always like very obviously a supervillain. Yes. But then in this moment, I don't know. I don't know why the pitch works. I kind of, it like works on me too. What's the deal? Yeah. Every th- I'd like, I was like, I guess it's just, if Whitmore is the bad guy, mm. it's it's like you want someone to be the good guy between Whitmore and Ben. Yeah. And there's so much evidence that 
Ben is not good. That's exactly yeah. Here's here's what got me. Yeah. Here's what got me is like Locke is raising all kinds of good points. Like like we you know we're, have been trying to escape you this whole time. Why should I suddenly trust you? And and Widmore says I haven't tried to kill you yet. Can you say the same of Ben? Totally. And like so, yeah yeah big like big point for Charles. So it's I think. good. Yeah. It's and good. Charles like mm-hmm. um he explains to Locke that like. Charles has been watching all of the yeah. survivors, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Go find him." He shows him a picture of Saeed yep. building a home. Yeah, he's like, "I've got all the info here. Go, f- here's here's where exactly everybody is, and you've got to round them all up and convince them that they left the island and it was a mistake, and that you've got to bring them all back." And Locke is like, "Chill." He's like, "All right, let's do it." Also, also, Widmore says, "Hey, here's my man, Matthew Abaddon. He's gonna be your driver, help you around, get you whatever you need." And mm. and so much of this t- episode is just Matthew Abaddon being like a t- a cab driver it's to cool. Locke. I like it. <laughs> it's cool. And then sometimes he'll say something that Locke doesn't like, and mm. every single time Locke goes, "Aren't you just my driver?" Or like, "I thought you were my driver." And he always replies with like, mm, "Some something smarmy like, mm, I'm more than just a driver, Mister Locke." If you've ever if you've ever seen Lance Reddick uh, act, uh, it's very he does a lot of like in this episode he does a huge amount of like like lowering his brow and uh-huh. kind of like sassily looking at Locke and like giving him the like giving him the like eyes the big eyes the big red eyes the big old Lance ra- Reddick eyes. has the reddest eyes in the world mm, it's cool it's cool yeah um <laughs> uh, the gosh. Uh, we'll get we'll get to his big scene. Oh, did I leave my notes? No, they're right here. Um, so they drive to the Dominican Republic. We drive from Tunisia to the Dominican Republic, and there we find Said building a habitat for humanity uh, and doing doing some good in the world. And th- he sees Locke, and he goes, "Uh oh!" And Locke says, "Hey, come back to the island." Said says, "No, never." I left the island, and I got to spend nine months of my life with the love of my life. Yeah, and then. I did a lot of time murdering for the wrong f- for the wrong man. Yeah. Ben manipulated me into doing a lot of murders. So you know what? I don't want shit to do with the island. I'm doing s- I'm doing all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and Saeed's kind of like, hey, uh, so Ben's manipulating me into doing this. Who's manipulating you, Locke? And Locke's like, no, no, I'm do- I'm just came here. I just happened to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, right, buddy. Just wanted to come see old buddy. Old buddy, Saeed, remember all the good times? <laughs> Back on the island, yeah. hunting boars and hunting boars, and I love to play with knives. And you, uh, you got captured by uh, that French lady one time. Ah, oh, Rosie. Yeah, remember her? Don't you? Russell. S- what was her name? Russell. Russell, or, or uh, you guys were thick as y'all were thick as thieves. I remember. <laughs> oh, baby. Tight like tigers. <laughs> this is. I like this. Like that. This is how Locke sounds now. Yeah. I guess. You know what I like about Locke in this episode that, that we didn't mention. Um, because his bone was just broken and then yes. re uh, reestablished, mm-hmm. he's in a wheelchair. Yes, he's in a wheelchair for the majority of this episode post uh, Widmore conversation. And uh, Matthew has to just wheel him around, mm-hmm. <laughs> which it's is fun. It's true. Uh, so uh, after that, we go to New York City. Big yes. Apple, Big Apple, bright lights, big city, skyscrapers. La bomb ground. La bomb ground. Um, not a small apple, no, sir. Ce n'est pas une petite pomme, non, no. monsieur. Non, monsieur, c'est une pomme grande. C'est une pomme grande. 
C'est New York City. C'est la Nouveau York. C'est la Nouveau York. <laughs> um, so, in Nouveau York, uh-huh. uh, Walt is there. Remember Walt? Walt is there, and he is leaving school. Walt is leaving school and is a teen now. He is a teen now. He's a teen. He's, who could it teen now? It's uh, Walt, of course. It's Walt, obviously. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We've said this several times already. I'm surprised that you still don't, uh... Just, just, just to be absolutely clear, yeah. it is Walt. It is Walt. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember... Remember Walt? Remember Walt? <laughs> remember how Walt was a kid that we were like, oh, maybe he has psychic powers or not, and then they had to write him out of the show because he w- got, got... He got too big. He got too big. Uh, well, they brought him back, uh, and Locke says, hey, Walt, how are you doing? And Walt says, I had a dream uh, that you were on a suit and Locke says well good thing it's just a dream classic Locke stance of dreams are not are meaningless uh-huh. <laughs> notorious notorious non-believer of dreams non shun the non-believer mm-hmm. um Do so you remember those videos charlie the unicorn oh my god yeah. shun the non-believer I, shun i remember charlie th- i remember that was a early viral video that i yeah. got sick of yeah. i remember the first time i saw it i was like wow this guy's mad that's yeah. funny but boy people fucking got, some loved people it. liked it a little too much people would uh, play it on the projectors in class sometimes oh that's no good that's no i good. could get down with salad fingers oh. i liked that one yeah that w- that's, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> it's scary it's unsettling yeah Sca- salad fingers is upsetting yeah uh, thank you for reminding me of Upsetting internet content. Yeah, and in this scene, it's like 2006. It's like so. Two- this is right in the thick of it. Right in the thick of it. <laughs> Walt is like, "Hey, Mr. Locke, you ever heard of Salad Fingers?" <laughs> and Locke, Lock, and then they just watch it. <laughs> they just watch it, and Locke says, "Well, I gotta say, this is pretty, <laughs> pretty unsettling. This is disturbing imagery, young man. And yet it charms." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> is there any more to this series? Mr. Locke, you ever been on Newgrounds.com? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, more of a fortune <laughs> boy myself. <laughs> uh. Awful, awful. Oh, I don't like the idea of Locke being a fortune boy <laughs> at all. It's too real. It's awful. <laughs> um, nobody, okay, c- c- canonically, no main character of Lost has ever logged on. They do not have Facebook accounts. That's true. They do not have Twitter.com. I heard, I heard a rumor that... Um, Locke is actually a moderator at um, r slash knives. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh. only one. Oh, oh. Uh. oh well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they reminisce about all the good times throwing knives into trees. And then Walt's like, well, got to go. Be a teen some Later, more. buddy. And Matthew's like, aren't you going to bring him along? And Locke says, you know what? That boy's been through enough. <laughs> And uh, that's that. Oh, yeah. Walt asks about his dad, too. And Locke gives him like a non answer. He's like, I don't know. Dad is your dad is dad. You know, <laughs> your dad is still your dad. Your dad and is Walt's like, I haven't seen my dad in three years. And then Locke is like, later. Walt is literally like, did he go back to the island? And Locke is just like, you know, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who, who, it doesn't matter. It go, go have fun. Here's a knife. <laughs> Yeah, he's a knife. <laughs> he's a kill yourself, son. The knife. Um. So yeah. Uh. And then Abaddon kind of roasts him and is like, "You're 0 for two, buddy. Uh. So you know, got to step up your game. Try again. Try again. So then they go to L.A. Go see Hurley. Uh. Yes. They go to. <laughs> they go see Hurley, who has checked himself into. 
the Santa Rosa Mental Health Facility. Yeah. Uh, to treat himself for, uh, you know, m- uh, mental illness. Yeah. Uh, seeing dead people and stuff. He's seeing dead people, and he's not happy about it. And so when Locke rolls up, Hurley's like, you have, and so, oh, that broken bone, how you died? That makes sense. And Locke's like, no, no, I'm real, my man. I didn't die. And Locke says, and then Hurley kind of just goes, wait, who's that man? That man's evil. He came to visit me, and he was no good. I'm, I'm, we're done. No more conversation. Uh, <clears throat> that's what happens. That's what happens. Uh, and then we get a good, con- a good like thorough convo of Matthew Abaddon, where he explains like, you know, you know who I am. I get where I get people to where they need to be. Uh huh. And that's all we get out of Matthew Abaddon. Uh, we skipped over. Um, I skipped over. Ja- uh, Locke visits Kate before this. Uh. Yes, yes, Locke yeah. does visit Kate, and and Kate is also, like, it cuts right to, like, the start of the scene is L- Kate being like, the answer is no, uh-huh. absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I'm not going back to the island, fuck off and go to hell. I have a kid now, I have John. A ki- I have a kid, Have you John. ever loved anyone? That's true, Locke, he, Kate hits him with the, have you ever loved anyone? And Locke goes, you know what, I did love someone once, her name was Helen, and uh, you know what, we were going to get married, and... Uh, uh, you know what happened? I I blew it. I got I was angry. I was obsessed. And Kate says, "Look how far well, look how far you've come in a big roast." Oh, and John skulks away. John skulks away, and sure enough, he's all he's he's mad. He's he's having a rough go. He says, "Why you always got to be like that, Kate? You always make me feel so bad for just being who I am." Uh <laughs> And Kate is like, "Geez, I'm sorry. I just, I don't want to go to the island. You roll up into my house like this, and I just don't. I, I thought you were maybe. I assumed you were dead. I thought you were dead. And you're telling me to go back to the place where a lot of bad shit happened. Yeah, where I'd never want to go back. Fuck. Uh, they go to visit uh Locke's ex's grave. Uh-huh. Turns out Helen's dead. You and I haven't met Helen." No, we haven't met Helen. But trust me, Helen was Locke's old GF, and Locke is now sad that she's dead. And they and they have a s- fair enough sad scene. I'd be sad about that. It's a it's an upsetting scene. And then, guess what? Matthew gets gunned down. He gets gunned down right by their car. Right by their car. Locke is in the car. Matthew is like putting his wheelchair in the trunk, mm-hmm. I guess. And then he gets domed. He gets killed. And then Locke Im- frantically uh, rushes to the front seat and drives away, but immediately crashes Mm -hmm. and then wakes up where hospital not just any hospital jack's hospital bada bing jack is in the room jack is in the room his uh depression beard is starting to form Uh and he is pissed he's like why are you here Locke responds with "It, it was fate that i was brought here that uh, what are the odds that I would end up in your hospital of all places, of Jack? Of all hospitals, Jake. Jack replies, "It is not fate that you ended up here. You were driving on the west side. It is just your location. It is just coincidence that you are here." And Locke wastes no time in being like, "We have to go back. Here's the thing." And this is this feels like, you know, so like a classic classic thing. Of lost. Jack says, "This is like Jack is a practical man. Uh-huh. He's a, he's about." Finding finding a helpful solution, no ifs ands or buts. Uh-huh. Locke believes in a greater purpose. Uh, but so much of this episode has been Locke trying to pitch that purpose to everyone, uh-huh. and everybody rejecting him and saying like, "I'm not interested in whatever you're pitching. I'm not interested in going back to the island. 
I'm not interested in getting involved, getting back involved with Ben or Widmore. Uh-huh. I'm happy here. I'm happy outside of the island. Jack doesn't seem happy. And they don't they don't necessarily seem happy, but it also all comes with an yeah. interrogation of like where Locke is at. Yeah. They're all like, Why are you here? What are you doing? And the like culmination of that is Jack says, like, did you ever think that you're not special? Uh-huh. Did you ever think that maybe you're just a lonely old man who crashed on an island? And Locke is kinda like, No, all of this is happening for a reason. This and is destiny. Don't tell me what I can't do. He just re-gives the whole speech. The whole speech. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever. And uh, Jack is on his way out, and Locke hits him with the hits him with hits him with the big bullet. The big bullet of your dad says hi. Ooh. And Jack's my 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 my. What do you make of that, Jack? Jack, what are you gonna go do now? And Jack says, "Well, my dad's friggin' dead, so you must be out off your gourd." Yeah, my dad's dead, sucker. And Locke check and mate. And mate. Locke says, "Well, a man named Christian said, say hi to dad. Couldn't have been Hurley. Say hi to dad. <laughs> say hi to Jack. Say hi to dad. Say Jack. hi to dad." <laughs> Oops, I mean. (laughs) He said, who's your daddy? That's what he said. (laughs) I said, you're my daddy. How how, how wild would that... Okay, Locke turns the wheel of time. It readjusts. The white light begins booming. Christian just... (laughs) And Christian just is like, who's your daddy? (laughs) And Locke says, gross, what? (laughs) Boom. You're In my Tunisia. daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, that would be good. I think that'd be good. This uh-huh. episode's pretty strong. We we've got a few uh, tips though. Uh-huh. We got a f- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couple rewrites. Couple of rewrites here. Quick and there. amendments to the script. Uh, not enough Dupree. Not enough. Who's your daddy? Um, <laughs> uh, for real though, uh, that is like one of the strongest Jack and Locke scenes. And Jack and Locke scenes are like the strongest. Yeah. <laughs> like totally. it really doesn't get better than when Jack and Locke are together. And like Jack is also like on the cusp of like entering a spiral totally he and like looks tired he and looks tired he looks and fucked up yeah and like matthew fox doesn't really do like i find Ma- a lot of matthew fox's performances at zach are like h- hammy and not a good way yeah. in a way where it's just like he's just i'm shouting because i'm mad yeah but like this feels like there's something you know because i feel like matthew fox is his matthew fox is jack as opposed to all the other jack i feel like jack usually like comes across as so strong-willed yes. and so like he has the answers or at least he believes that he has mm-hmm. the answers but here mm-hmm. it's like he just is so tired of it all yeah he, and he's yeah it's great it's uh, the highlight of the episode for me personally uh so <clears throat> next we get a crazy scene next we get another big scene uh heads up uh maybe skip ahead a couple minutes if you're not comfortable hearing us talk about suicide Mm -hmm. because this episode has a lot of suicide totally yeah or this scene rather this scene sort of caught me off guard yeah yeah it's fully lock just entering a lonely ass hotel room Uh bag full of a hard cable some Uh kind of cable he power cord or extension cord like an outdoor extension cord exactly and we see him like fully hobble like tying it up tying a noose like climbing onto a desk and just like crying, yeah, like fully, just like on the verge of he's tears. He's failed. His love is dead. His love is dead. He's failed. He uh, 
the his his w- mission he was like on a mission and then and was this he person and died and was he ever really on a mission was yeah. he just a pawn in this game between ben and widmore uh-huh. was his specialness just that he crashed on an island and was he fa- just a sad lonely man is he just a sad yeah. lonely man and there's like uh, they kind of play the scene ambiguously because a thing about the past is that we a thing that keeps getting brought up is like richard said i'm Locke, and richard said had uh, i had to die to bring everyone back uh-huh. so part of that is like is is this lock you know trying to pull this ulti- i have to die i have to die yeah. this is the only way but also some of it is really just lock yeah the like forebear like by all means like not the most consistent character on the show but like for all but for for the entire show like the avatar of faith effectively totally. yeah, yeah yeah he is like the priest of yeah. the show and even like, when echo is on exactly and when and even though he, he's like trying to like convince himself like you know maybe this this is the sacrifice you can tell also that he's thinking like like he's just fucking like he's gone sad. he's got nothing to yeah. lose yeah he, part of and it's just like fucking like, heartbreaking yeah it's, it is heart-wrenching and shout out to terry for fucking once again yeah. knocking this particular scene out of the park and then yeah he puts a noose around his neck mm-hmm. he's about to step off then there's a knock at the door mm-hmm. and who could it be it's benjamin linus who could it been <laughs> who could it been <laughs> and he's like hey it's old benny boy and what are you how are you doing and he says no 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 don't don't kill yourself. You've got so much to work for. And right away, uh, uh, <laughs> Locke is like, no, I'm working with Widmore. Uh-huh. He's your enemy. You, and and immediately pieces together, oh, shit, you killed Matthew Abaddon. Uh-huh. And Ben's like, well, I had to. He was going to hurt you. He's with one of Widmore's men. You were Widmore. just a pawn for Widmore. You were just a pawn for Widmore. And like immediately like does the reverse thing of that Widmore was just doing of being like, Charles Widmore, he sent a boat. He's the reason I moved the island. He's the uh-huh. reason we're all in this. Like, of, of course he's the bad guy. I, I, I want to help you, John. You, we need to get you back to the island because you have so much work to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he does that. And Locke, he manages to eventually coax Locke down from uh, the ledge, effectively. Mm-hmm. And Locke's, like, crying and saying thank you and shit. Yeah. And Ben's like, of course, of course. Now, listen, I know you're feeling despondent, but, you know, you haven't tried Sun. And guess what? Also, Jack bought a ticket to Sydney. Uh-huh. Sydney to it Lawson. worked. It, it worked. worked. He bought a return ticket to Sydney. It leaves tonight and it goes back tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's like he is trying to get back to the island. He's trying to get back to the island. You got Jack. If you can get Jack, you can get anybody. Come on, buddy. Up and at him. Rise and shine. Let's see those pearly whites smiling again. And Locke is like, oh, I can't bring Sun. I promised Jin that I wouldn't bring Sun back. Yes, that's true. We do see that happen, don't we? And he and says, Jin gave me his... Um, mm-hmm. Wedding ring and mm. told me to tell Sun that he died. Aiden Penn's like, you got it. Promise is a promise. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's sort of what gets him, actually. He's like, well, you need to go do that. There's one. Promise is a promise. Yes, a promise is a promise. And uh, he also says one more thing, which is, you know, uh, Locke says, Christian Shepard uh, told me that once we get everybody, I don't know how we're going to get everybody, we got to go see someone named Eloise Hawking. Uh-huh. I don't know where to find her yet, but we'll figure it out. And Ben says, all right, sounds like a plan. And then without missing a beat, strangles Locke to death. Strangles Locke to death. <laughs> and that's how Locke dies. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's crazy. It's a, it's a scene that really fucking like goes up and down. Strangles him with the very noose that he was about to kill himself with. Talks him down from suicide and then 
kills him. And then kills him, and not in a quick and easy way. It takes, no. like, a bit of time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, it's and a then creepy scene. It's a creepy scene, especially because he, like, ends up, like, propping up the body, like, dusting off the scene. Oh, totally. He, he like, fakes lock suicide, effectively. Yeah. And then Ben goes, all right, later days, pal. And then that's the flashback. Yeah. Uh, we get one final scene on the island where Locke is kind of like chatting it up with Caesar for some reason. Who cares? And Caesar <laughs> and Caesar's and uh, Locke is like, oh, you mean like there were other people on like, well, how many people were all on this flight? I'm trying to, you know, figure piece this all together. And Caesar's like, well, everybody's out. Some people vanished from the flight. Uh-huh. And then there's the people who are hurt, which are over here. And guess what one of those people be? Ben. Ben Linus. And Caesar's like, do you know this guy? And Locke delivers the last line of the episode. He says, that's the man who killed me. God damn. Yeah, it's a cool line. Cool line. Cool line to end the episode with. Great episode. Great episode. Incredible episode of yeah. TV. It was very dramatic. Uh, I will reiterate that like the fucking whole thing of like putting the avatar of faith through like the really through the ringer yeah and being and have him like come face to face with the fact with the possibility that like no you're not special Uh this is not a magical thing you may have warped through time to watch him finally like maybe lose faith yeah, yeah like for real was like a powerful journey and I find the like off island shit where everybody leaves is really incoherent most of the time. Yeah. But having Locke as the thread through it, yeah. going from person to person to like try to convince everyone, really fucking Very works. Good. It's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh yeah, that episode was that I, I went into that episode like kinda like hesitant, but uh-huh. but it really blew me away. Yeah, I thought it was really very, very good. I was, I was, uh, yeah, top tier for sure. But I have some questions about it. You know what? I mean, or I have answers, maybe. No, I well, I, I've got questions. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> I have answers then. <laughs> uh, this episode, I'm sure, as you know, posed many questions uh-huh. that will be answered in future episodes. Now, the website Lostpedia uh-huh. slash questions and answers was kind enough to assemble all these questions and where we can find their answers. Uh, so here's my first question. Uh huh. Why was Locke resurrected on the island? Um, because his body traveled back in the airplane that Ben charters, essentially, that's carrying everyone back. Uh, and then the smoke monster got his body. There you go. And decided to use it for his bidding. That's that's what we were looking for. The thing we neglected to mention is that that's not really Locke. That's the smoke oh, monster. Oh, yeah. All of the Locke on the island. Because yeah. he dies. Mm-hmm. And he- then... Lock on the island from now on is the smoke monster. Which, by the way, like the first time you see this episode, it's framed as like, oh, Locke really is special. He got resurrected. Uh huh. And knowing that he's just got uh, another tool in the smoke monsters game adds another degree of like bleakness to yeah. this to this show that's normally like, you know, maybe it is all faith, kind of. Maybe some. Maybe there's really something special out there. This, this is, that, is this is the most like fucking like bitter ass episode. Of this Lost. is one of the parts too that like they were building to this. They've been building to the idea that like the smoke monster can steal the bodies of the dead and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They've also been building Locke as like a bit of a Jesus figure. Mm-hmm. And this was maybe of all of the things that they tried to do over mm. a long period of time, mm. 
the only one that worked. I would argue that yes. It's like Locke being possessed by the snow- smoke monster, especially watching it happen. Yeah. Because I've seen it afterwards, and it's like it doesn't even work great half the time, but yeah. watching it occur. Yeah, watching them, watch it, the build up to that is way more exciting than the actual payoff, as yeah. with many of Lost. Yeah, things. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's good. Uh, it is good. Um, why is Widmore trying to help Locke and the Oceanic Six get back to the island? Because they need to get back to the island for some unknown reason? Because they gotta. Um, the actual answer is, Jacob has visited Widmore. Oh my god. Supposedly Whose side is Jacob on? <laughs> supposedly convincing him the error of his ways and informing him about the importance of the candidates to protect the island. Jacob is an idiot. Jacob is a dumbass dipshit. It's like, yeah, that's what's great to me is that like we have this like ambiguous, like, Widmore, Ben, no one's really the bad guy. Yeah. And then to be like, but actually, Jacob's good and the smoke monster's bad. Jacob is bad. Jacob's bad. Yeah. They like, they like, <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't have time. Uh, what is the what is the coming war that Widmore spe- spoke of? No idea. Oh, the war against the monster. <laughs> There's a war against the monster? <laughs> I think they're referring to, like, remember when in season six, Widmore brings a fucking team of nerds? Yeah. That's the war. That's the war. <laughs> Great war, Four dude. Four people with guns. Four people with guns and some machines. That is an awful war. Bad job. <laughs> oh, brother. Um, what was the nature of Walt's dream about the surrounding people trying to hurt Locke? I guess that was, like, Locke on the island that we see in this episode. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the others angrily surrounding the man in black in Locke's form following the murder of Jacob. Yeah. The man in black is commonly okay. what they call So I haven't even seen that yet. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Because I didn't see Jacob get murdered. No, but that's I am true. excited to. Yeah, that's going to be a good one for I sure. I hate him. Um, wha- here's, and here's, here's the big one. Why did Ben talk Locke out of suicide only to murder him moments later? I actually don't know. Change, change his mind. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Imagine. Okay. <laughs> Changed his mind. He's a flip flopper, eh? Can I get avocado? Mm, actually, I'll get pistachio. Uh huh. Oh, it's that's just a like pretty that. bizarre who, change, who honestly. Uh, the they <laughs> both end in O, but that is where their similarities cease. <laughs> yeah. Going to the store ordering one avocado, then returning it for <laughs> one pistachio. <laughs> pistachio instead. <laughs> Uh, bad bad restaurant. Bad menu. Awful. Yeah. That's one Yelp review I'm excited to read. Uh, so the actual answer is, Ben claims he needed the crucial information that is Jin's ring and the name of Eloise Hawking. He also claims that he murdered Locke in order to bring everyone together to get them back to the island. However, he later apologized and admitted that he had murdered him, wanting his leadership of the island. Weird. Okay. That's okay. So a lot of reasons. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Uh, good episode. I liked it. Great episode. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Sometimes an episode is good, which is always a nice, a welcome change of pace. You want to watch another? We got more, baby. All right. I'm here at random.org, and a I'm random number generator. And I'm here at the list of all the episodes we've watched. Holy in. shit. What do we got? I did 1 to 60 and mm-hmm. click generate. Mm-hmm. 59. Oh, man. Oh, damn it. We're so close to the finale. Shit. All right. (laughs) Uh, Season 6, episode 16. 
What They Died For. What They Died For. The pre-finale. The pre-finale. Is it about anyone? I assume not. Not about anybody. I bet it's shit. It's definitely going to suck shit. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way it's going to be good. Oh, well, that's fine. Let's watch it, would you say? We had to watch this episode one day. Why not today? Why not next week? Uh, Well, we... We watched a good episode of Lost, so now we must be punished. I mean, that's just how it goes, dude. There's there, there's no there's no way to win. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Um, what do you say we uh, do the old wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm Bean. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Barrier Trio. I'm James. You can follow me on Twitter at at James Brown or at uh, James Brown not space. This is true. Um, you can follow the show on Facebook.com slash The Island Shuffle or at Twitter at Island Shuffle. And we are also, uh, is there anything else going on right now? You got some podcasts. I got some music. Uh, this is a long episode. I'm going to try to keep this brief. Yeah. Uh, and just skip right into the Noise Space shout out. Shout out to Noisespace.xyz podcast network hosted by online friend Matt. Uh, but tons of good podcasts on there. Check them all out. They're good. Uh, I'm gonna recommend uh, Jergen it because it's a funny show. <laughs> hey, you know how we watch? You know how we watch Lost, and we're sometimes like, "This show sucks." Yes. Uh, when I listen to Jergen it, the show about the this podcast about the show, the secret life of the American teenager, uh-huh. we are blessed. <laughs> that really? show is oh uh, my god. That show is a nightmare from top to bottom. It sounds like good. Uh, Someone must be punished. So. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that <laughs> someone must be punished <laughs> sorry sorry sam and jordan you, you heard it here first <laughs> you must be punished <laughs> you gotta um <laughs> so that's my i mean i recommend them all they're all very good all, uh, but my voice is getting tired so what do you say <laughs> we just go and say like we do at the end of every episode get I get knocked down. But I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down. <laughs> you know what? I just get right on up again. You're never going to keep me down. Uh, we have a lot in common. <laughs>